Hola, como esta, and all the things of this nature. Shout out to Sablan, you know the vibes. What's up? Oh, nothing. You know, just gonna give some thanks tonight. Is that what? They're just gonna give some thanks tonight. Well, what's on the docket? What's on the board? What, what, what's hot? We're gonna talk about preferences versus prejudice. It sounds like you're going through a tunnel or you're going through a very, very hard situation over there. What's up? We can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Of course. Okay, that's because my mic was muted. Anyway, let's hear that voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people, quote unquote, have their preferences, but their preferences are actually problematic. So we got to sort of a what is a preference and what is what's it? What is it? Preference versus prejudice. Yeah, so what is your definition? What are your take on it? Um, I don't know. I feel they can both, like, intertwine with each other. They can both How exist. So? Because a lot of the times, a lot of preferences are grown from known prejudices, if that's what you want to call it, that we've been, you know, taught. So a lot of the times, a lot of things that we find like attractive or the things that we find unattractive are based off of what we've been taught. Unless you are a free thinker like certain people who just don't give a fuck and you like what you like, whatever it may be, even if it's not like deemed the social norm of attractiveness, I guess, if that makes sense. Well, I think that preferences are more so the way you're talking about more based off of stereotypes of what they perceive rather than their actual prejudice. Mm-hmm. And personally, I feel like the difference between prejudice and preference is that a preference is simply that it's what you prefer, but that doesn't mean that exclusively who you date. So the reason why you don't date someone else is what is what makes you prejudiced now. So exactly. that's what you to get. Prejudice is when you entirely write off a certain group of people or a certain type. Whereas preferences, you just typically go for one type, but you don't include other types. Oh. And why is that problematic there? Because of the way people come across with their quote unquote preferences no fats, no females, no Asians, no this, no that. And it's simply a preference, but in actuality, that's prejudice. Right. So, do they need facts and all that stuff? If it's a personal opinion? Like, if I'm telling you this is what I like, how are you going to tell me that the reason why I like what I like is because of this? When I'm telling you I just like what I like. I mean, if you like what you like, that's fine. But what is the reason? Why do you like what you like? I don't know. Why is the reason why you like what you like? I mean, it's the thing I do feel like there is a reason, even if it's subconscious. I don't know. I just I just really like what I like a lot. And it's sad because it's noticeable. And, and what do you like? Huh? And what do you like? I like, um... I like... I don't know, I like, but I do like 
lighter skinned people. I would say I'm always more like attracted to like lighter skinned people. But have you ever talked to somebody who's somewhat brown? Yes, I have been in a relationship with someone I was brown and skinned, just as dark as me. Yeah, but I've always found like my skin, like Hispanic looking things. Attractive. And it's sad because I don't think you know the reason why I find them attractive? Because they find me attractive. Dark skinned men normally never find me attractive. Or they never like make it apparent that they find me attractive. Like light skinned boys I was like acknowledging that I'm dark skinned. That's why I think they'd be like fetishizing my dark skin, like chocolate. Names like chocolate or whatever you want to say, like it comes into play with stuff like that. Like you play in grass that you know how to play in. So they come at me, so I just relate the energy to them. So I just like that interaction as opposed to like what I do get from other like dark skin individuals, if that makes sense. Yeah. Typically, you get more, uh, you attract more lighter skin people. Like yes. They come to you versus right. not getting that same attention or reciprocation. Right, but say one, say two, but say one, say two, because I'm dark-skinned myself, and I'm not going for the dark-skinned boys. So it's like, say one, like, I'm talking about the dark-skinned boys don't come to me when I'm here preaching them, but I don't want the dark-skinned boys. You see what I mean? Well, yeah, but I mean, as long as you're not going for white boys. I'm accountable. I'm accountable, and I understand that, like, I just don't get rejected. Wrong when I want to date somebody white, but I just do feel like typically within the gay community, especially among black individuals, they have tendencies to, I wouldn't necessarily say um, white boys or white girls, but it's typically individuals lighter. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's a trend, and typically, like, you see people who every time they a new partner, a new partner, they're always white, they're always white or Hispanic or mixed or something. Your, headphone, your headphones are messing up. You sound like you're really, really far away. I said that typically in the black community, in the black gay community, it seems like there's a trend of guys or and girls too. Typically when they get somebody, it's always somebody who's white or lighter skin. And that's the problem, you know. They're they're always, you know, everybody's supposedly black and proud, but not when it comes to their personal life. You know? But then why? So then why can't they have a preference then? Like I just kind of explained it. Like that's their preference, but at that point, their prejudice—I mean, their preference has become prejudice. Does that make sense? Because they have simply excluded everyone of darker skin. How? If at the moment they're dating someone that's white, I don't mean they're... No, I was saying, like, typically, like, they get in a relationship after a relationship, they've never been with anybody of darker skin. Hmm. Or even, it don't even have to be our skin, it could be somebody who just, like, weight-wise or something like that, like, I just hit the whole no fast, no fear. The way I understand prejudice is, like, they say a person of lighter 
Pigman talk about, oh, I can't date a dark-skinned girl because her hair is nappy. Oh, I can't date a dark-skinned girl because she has big lips. So I can't, like, specifically pinpoint in traits and features that solely belong to those of women that are, you know, African-American descent. That's specifically targeted based on the features that they themselves cannot help to have been blessed with. So that's when it becomes prejudice to me. Hello, Mike. You're finally joining us on CP time. (laughs) But yes, Craig, this is Mike, also known as the last top. The what? The last. Back again. (laughs) One more time for the people in the back. The last what? The last top. What are supposed to mean? How many people on here? Just us three. Oh, okay. What are supposed to mean? It's a joke. He's the last real top, allegedly. Wow. That's a big title. But anyways, Mike, we were talking about preference versus prejudice. And I feel I actually chose the topic because of the stuff you said. Because of so stuff pre- I said. Yeah, stuff you said on the timeline. You talk about people's preferences and does their preferences do their preferences prefer them? And no, well, I always just said that um, preference is exactly what it is. Like it's just something people prefer. It's not like it's not something that people require. It's just you know, we all have preferences, and I think people get that mixed up with, you know, like people just walking around with a checklist and curving people because they don't meet certain, you know, criteria. And that's why I said that's prejudice. I say the difference is that preferences are which prefer, but you don't exclude people just because they aren't what you typically go for. Whereas prejudice, like you just eliminating people, they sold out the fact that they're dark skin or they're feminine or whatever the case may be. Right. I think you venture off in the problematic territory when you start, you know, requiring or have, you know, making people required to have shit to even talk to you. Mm-hmm. So we're on the same page. Craig has a different yeah, perspective. People are just based off of financial status, too. That's a big one. So... Yeah, they definitely are. I can admit that I used to be at that point. Like, but I mean, it's a city girls' culture. Like, everybody want to fuck with a baller, somebody that got money that could cash out. It's, day, you know, so you think? Hold on. So you think it's um, prejudice to like not want to talk to somebody that's broke? What What, what is your uh, your understanding of broke though? That's where it, like it shows that what are like like your intentions. Okay. Like, how, how are you okay, talking about broke? Yeah, I can see that. Like, um, you know, as long as I saw you saying as long as they financially stable. Of course, but the idea of having somebody have to spend 10000 on your body today and then next week take you shopping here. What in the, what kind of? Well, yeah. I don't know. But if I you are there and you want to sponsor me, I could definitely take me on a ride. I'm ready. Anyway. Craig, if anybody's going to get sponsored, you're going to be a sponsor, okay? <laughs> you know the vibes. But I mean, I can definitely admit that I had problematic tendencies and preferences when I was younger, when I was like 19, 20, 21. 
like definitely like I typically prefer older guys who are more established and I definitely remember at one point in time I was talking to somebody when I was 18 I was talking to somebody that was 26 and you know they had a full-time job factory working you know uh, 50 hours a week and they, they sold drugs too and did street racing and all that little illegal stuff and I was just you know getting my entire life so you was being fast very fit for definitely <laughs> that's all it was but like like did ask for a while like I wouldn't talk to anybody unless they were able to like spoil me and I'm talking about like you had to pay my phone bill you had to take me shopping you had to take me out to dinner you know all this other stuff Mm-hmm. And for a while, till I was about yeah, from eighteen to twenty, like I would not talk to you unless you sold weed. Uh, <laughs> so I can get it for free, like and that's just the truth. Wow. Yeah, but that's just that sounds like some young shit, though. <laughs> like I said, it's like eighteen to twenty. Then I got in a relationship when I was yeah. twenty-one with someone who was a little bit insecure. It was about six months, but after that, I noticed my dating preference totally changed. And then after that little short relationship, I got into a relationship with my ex-fiance, who was, I wouldn't say too much out of my physical preference, but, like, you know, tall, dark skin. What's, the, what's, your, um, what's your physical preference? Um, I have a few, actually. Um, it's, like, it's not even one specific type, but there are certain qualities that I find attractive that I look for, like somebody who's my height or taller. Um, I typically like people that are darker than me. Like, if you my color are lighter, like, typically I won't go for you. Why? Because I just... Something about brown skin just is a more appealing to me. Hmm. And then I already get so much backlash for being light skinned. People think I'm stuck up and I'm so entitled and privileged. Mm. You know, I don't want them to be like, oh, you so are. both of y'all. Uh-huh. That's your opinion. You don't think so? I don't think I've been privileged at all because growing up in the South, I mean, black people give me a hard time because they just automatically assume I had it easier when the fact of the matter is I didn't. My mom got a lot of shit for, you know, having black kids and marrying black. So her privilege is just kind of like negated right there. And white people don't understand me at all. Like black people's told or tell me like, oh, you're white, but white people's like, nah, you a nigga, you know, one drop from black. So you know, do you know how it feels to be like the only person in an entire room that's like physically your phenotype, what you look like, is brown in a room full of like white people? Mm-hmm. That is one of the most like craziest feelings I ever felt in my life. When I tell you, it is a big difference. Like I'm not trying to like take away from your experience of you know what happened with you and stuff, but but like people who appear physically black and we cannot like pass between the cracks like that shit is not fun sometimes and that actually opens up a whole other topic because I've noticed that a lot of black people and no offense specifically darker skinned people like to police mixed people whether they're mixed black and white black and Latino Hispanic or Asian you know if you don't you make be mixed but if you don't look like you have more black in you they automatically you know don't look at you as black, and that's not all. Just some. Can you say nigger? <laughs> right, exactly. You can't say that. You ain't black enough. Like it's like <clears throat> it's actually quite a few uh, black celebrities that people don't qualify as black simply because they don't look, you know, traditionally right. black. Like Tori Kelly and Halsey. They yeah. got me fucked up by Mariah Carey. That's right. a black woman. <laughs> okay, she's definitely black. 
the attitude. Yeah, she was like. Now that's that's kind of problematic for you to say that, right? I there. know. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> I mean, that's your opinion. You're entitled to. I'm not going. I'm not going to stop it. I'm just saying. You know, no, do you see how that would be perceived as problematic? It is for sure. And what's funny about me is I talk shit about white people all day, even though my mom's white. I cannot see white people. We talked about this before with Nutris on the Periscope. Like, how I do agree that mixed people's feelings get dismissed a lot. Like, everybody has a story and everybody has shit that they had to go through. You know, if you ain't, if you ain't white, you have definitely suffered some type of oppression because of your skin tone or your skin color. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a story in regards to that. And I do feel like mixed people do, like, they get dismissed a lot. Anytime y'all air any kind of grievances about like, how you was just saying, like, how it's hard on both sides. You know, the white people don't really accept yeah. you. The black people be talking shit about you. And when you start talking about that shit, black people don't want to hear that shit. We shut that shit down. Like, hey, hey, hey. You still got a little white in you, so you still got, like, a little privilege. But when you really don't, because the white exactly. people are able to fucking with you. And I mean, honestly, honestly, like a lot of the time, I don't. People look at you. I don't even see white. They see Hispanic. They say, "Which is fine," because you know I am part Spanish. (laughs) And that's fine because I actually am part Spanish. But I'm like black, uh, white, French, Spanish, and Jewish. So I'm a mud. Oh damn! Like I don't mind it, but like me and you know me and both my younger brothers, we all had different dads. And the crazy thing is, is that. My dad was the darkest out of all three of us, but yet I'm the lightest one. So, do you have a relationship with your dad? Um, not really. He tried so how to. Did you, how, do you have a relationship with his family? Like, how did you connect to your like black roots? Like, who? Uh, it's gonna sound crazy. Actually, my grandmother, my mom's mom, who was white, because. Uh, no, like my family wasn't like prejudiced, nothing like that. Like growing up, like my grandma, like her best friend was black. So, like my mom, her godparents are black. Yeah. So okay, we started so with group friends. I guess what I'm asking, like, who was your who was your black influence growing up? Um, I would say had like a, a a specific influence. It'd be it was more so just my mom. Yeah, you know, black like, you're black. that you hung around with. No. No, because my dad's side of them, they just all were. So you was mess. raised by white folks, just all white folks. Yeah, pretty much. I didn't really start connecting with my black side until high school. Wow. Oh, okay. You know, that's like classic, like, you know, the mixed kids mm-hmm. story. <laughs> like, they don't have a relationship with a, you know, black side of the family. Well, it wasn't that I didn't have a relationship, I just have a close relationship with a close person. I say. Right. Well, they, they don't have like a, uh, uh, I guess what I'm saying, like a cultural influence. They usually don't start that until they start school. Like, it's like when they go to school, they really start realizing they ass black. Well, the crazy thing is, it's nice. And it's the same problematic, but like, my mom might be white, but you can't tell, like, she obviously knows she's not black, but you can't tell her she's not black. Like, she acts, I don't want to say black, but that's the environment she grew up in. And I'm just telling the truth, like, she grew up in a black environment as dated black men pretty much her whole life. Um, I mean, she's I was like a couple of white guys that didn't work out, mm-hmm. and 
I mean, it is what it is. Like, I mean, all, all of her kids black, her husband black. You know, that's all she know. He is black, so she's very familiar with black culture. Like, um, it is what it is. But like, she definitely, her and my grandmother, like, definitely, like, let it be known that I was black. And my grandmother, my mom's mom, she had three kids: my mom and my two uncles. Mom was the middle child. Her older, like, obviously they're all white, but um, her. My older uncle, he married white. His three kids are white. But, you know, my mom and my other uncle, her younger brother, they both married black and had black kids. So four out of my grandma's seven grandkids are black, you know. So I kind of did, even though I didn't grow up technically in a black environment, I did grow up surrounded somewhat by black culture, like. What, grew up watching black TV shows, black movies, mm-hmm. listening to rap, R&B. And then when I went to school, I mean, growing up in Mississippi, and it's out like 90% of the kids there were black. Okay. And you might have like two or three white kids in your class, but oh, I was definitely like one of the only mixed kids in the entire school. I think in my high school, it was me and I think three more. Segregated. But anyways, we kind of got off topic a little bit as far as preferences. I mean, you had asked me what my preferences were, and I like to ask me what mine is. Oh, why not? You got to talk about it. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's just a preference. I don't even get into that anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like <laughs> if anybody pays attention to your tweets and his knows in the past, we know you have a type, but. You don't exclude oh, people. Right. I have a type, but like if you look at my dating history, literally probably maybe only five niggas even match that out of what? Like maybe the I'm thirty four, so in my lifetime I probably dated roughly I'd say at least fifteen, maybe taken serious four. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably say out of all of them, maybe only about five of them match what my actual like type, if that's what you want to call it. So like for me, like it's the it's it's really, you know, like if the chemistry good and I'm attracted to you, then like I'm not really I'm not really hung up on that. But I feel like when I express or when I say like shit like that I prefer preferences and shit, people pigeonhole me to that and they define me by that. And so I just stopped like speaking on that shit. Cause I figured, you know, when people really ask you like what's your type, I feel like what they really want to know is am I your type? Exactly. Right. Typically. Right. And the crazy thing is like I kinda have a type well I used to at least, but I never really asked them if it's like oh, for years I was never the person to really be direct and forward. Like, I've always been scared of rejection, so I don't approach people. Like, I just wait for somebody to approach me, and then if you tell me you like me, want to talk to me, we'll take it from here. But typically, in the past, I definitely did prefer masculine men trade, you know. I wasn't trying to make sisters. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, that's different. I just, you know, that's you should problematic. talk to you. You're attracted to it, you know, like... 
well, you, I, I, I feel like everybody that. should have whoever the fuck they feel like, you know, gonna make them happy, or whatever they feel like gonna make them happy. Yeah. Well, just for me, I like, need my preference is Well, I feel like, you know, well, yeah, there's certain things, but like definitely qualities that do attract me without being too specific. Like, I like people taller than me, um, darker skin, not necessarily dark, but like just darker than me. Um, I like body hair. Like, I like somebody that's hairy. I don't know why. And I typically deal like thicker people, but I mean, if you look at my day history, it's all over the place. Like, my very first was dark skin, skinny. Uh, second relationship, he was brown skin and thick. Thursday's relationship, dark and thick. But then I had another one who was brown skin and skinny. And my current so, like, nobody really look alike. <laughs> no. I say out of my day history, Nope, none of them look alike. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I haven't really, I, I, well, technically, I haven't really dated anybody like light skin. I've paid sexual light skin people, <laughs> but. <laughs> so you're a curver nigga if you be light skin. Uh, no, just, I just mm-hmm. feel weird. I just typically, like I said, it's, I just typically find darker skin more sexually appealing to me. That is what it is. Like, I wish I was darker. And it's not like a dark scene envy. It's just like, I just think it looks better. White people, white, the pale, pale skin does not look good to me. That's just a personal preference. Like, if you lotion up somebody white, it don't have the same appeal as, you know, somebody with some melanin. Greased up. <laughs> the light don't reflect off the body the same. You're looking like a big-ass world chicken. Exactly. <laughs> you like somebody put your ass in the microwave on defrost. That's problematic. <laughs> but it's not racist because I'm white. Partially. You see what I mean? Yeah, I always trying to play defense. And I can do that. I I have the range to do that. <laughs> what is it? Your jealousy? Is what you trying to say? No, I'm what? No, we just jealous. We can't play the range. We don't have the range. I mean, well, technically, you have the range. You can say shit about but Puerto Ricans. What about what about those people who are mixed with white and black, but they are dark skinned? Well, that's my brother. Like, um, so he's what about not dark. That? I mean, they can they can still speak on it too. Like, they don't. I mean, just because how you appear, I don't have nothing to do with where you come from. And I definitely had an issue not even that long ago, like maybe a month or two ago. With, I was in like a group chat that I got into with some gay guys on Instagram. I mean, it was cool. And then I say something about like nigga in the group chat. They tried to come at me for saying nigga. And I'm like, fuck all of y'all. I said, that's not my fault. You assumed I wasn't black. They assumed I was Mexican. If it was really that big of a deal, then, you know. You should have asked me instead of assuming. That's not my fault. I was about to ask you something, but I forgot. Since Craig is temporarily left, he'll be back. Oh, okay. Um, do you think mixed people are forced to identify as black? Yes. And me, not necessarily. I don't feel like I was forced to. But I was just looking at culture and society. Like they're definitely forced to identify as black. 
but the, it's it's kind of a touchy subject like, because there, there are pressure from black people for there definitely too. is well it don't matter who you is how white appearing you are to white people if they know you black even if you look white you still a nigga to them but black people it's like they'll claim you like they want you they don't want you to say you're not black because if you do oh it's a problem but if you mix and as soon as you do something they're problematic black people want to discredit your black and say oh well, they're not black that's that white in them like what <laughs> and I got that all the time I don't care but personally me I like I acknowledge you know my ancestry that I have Spanish and Jewish and French and all that in me, but I identify as black simply because I identify with black culture. When I see myself in a relationship and being like a family, it's going to be a black family. And there's no other way around it. Like, my children are going to grow black. Okay. I've, like, I've talked to a couple white people and Filipino and Vietnamese. For me, it's a big um, culture gap. And I don't have a problem, like, learning about other cultures, but typically in my experience it's kind of hard. Well, it may have been harder at the age I was at, you know, dating somebody from a different culture, but I'm not yeah. saying I couldn't do it now, but... yeah, I, I just, I, I wouldn't feel like that. Like, it's a lot of conversations that's going to be had. I don't, you know, I don't feel like going through all that. I'd rather date somebody who like me and that understand, you know, all of that shit. Well, uh, my girl relationship, we kind of, I'm glad we butted heads, but we actually got into a discussion about the other day, um, a religious difference, which I don't know, like, I kind of identify as Muslim, but I'm not like a Muslim Muslim, like I consider myself. <laughs> I can say not like a Muslim Muslim. Like, I don't know, like, I don't, I'm not like strict and stuff, but like, I, I still identify as Christian as well, because I believe in God and Jesus, but I just also identify with the Muslim religion and how they worship and typically what I've noticed is that I have found more acceptance in the Muslim community than I have in the Christian community, which is a big shock. Okay. Because out of all the churches I've been to, you know, it, it's bound to come up no matter how. I could be at, I can go to a new church. I don't think it's coincidence. I go to a new church the very first, you know, Sunday I go, hey, it's a sin. They're taking over the world. Blasphemous. And I'm just like, girl, I ain't got time to hear this. <laughs> but I've, you know, talked to other Muslim people, and they, when they haven't really judged me, they've just said, you know, it is what it is. I'm not gonna coach you about your life. We're just gonna love you and pray for you, and that's that. So I do celebrate. I don't like big on holidays, anyways. Honestly, like I don't like holidays. I don't get too fussed about them. But um. I do celebrate Easter, but I also celebrate Ramadan. And I've been doing that for like the past four years. It'll be four years this year. Okay. Which if you don't know, Ramadan is a month of fasting. And it's yeah, not... Yeah, I've seen well, that on... Um, Marriage and Medicine. Yeah, yeah. Miss <laughs> Mariah. But... Um, it's not like typical like that. You don't like you can't eat, but you don't eat from sun up to sundown. The only time you're allowed to eat, I guess, typically, is if you have like medical conditions like diabetes or something. So you just going every day without eating from sun up to sundown. After the sun sets that day, you can't eat. 
And typically um, in Muslim households, they will get up before the sun actually gets up, rises, and make breakfast. That way they can technically eat the oh, morning. Okay. It'll hold them off until... Um, and they so it's a loophole. Yeah. So you ain't fasting for this time. It's a loophole. Well, yeah, like I said, you just fast during the day for sun up to sundown. And that's it. Like if you're diabetic or something like that, like you can definitely, you have, you know. Uh, if you die, bit, we're going to need you to eat. You, otherwise, you're going to be a lot closer to God than you thought you were. <laughs> Basically, or, you, or like if you're anemic or something like that, like you need iron. So like, these are medical conditions. Um, if you're pregnant, I think you, you can eat as well. But I know um, it just depends how strict uh, your household or your church is. I know some of them like do it like, like drink water and stuff during the day. And um, at the end, of Ramadan, there is a big feast to celebrate the end of fasting. Yeah, that's the feast that Mariah now was having. Yeah. Which I never really done it. And my first Ramadan was like really, really hard because I was at a casino at the time. And I was a bartender, cocktail server, and a host. And like on uh, Sundays, I was the host and the bartender for Sunday brunch. And we had like these big ass breakfasts. And I would always like be in the kitchen while they cook and just watching before the bar actually opened up and one day I came in here I was just like hungry and tired and I ate bacon Now I realized that one it was Ramadan and two and I was supposed to eat bacon when I realized what I had did like I literally just puked everywhere Get my ass off. Well, thank I you for joining us. Five minutes. It's been twenty-five. Well, the episode's pretty much over with now. <laughs> Great like, talk. We try, to, we try to keep it between thirty minutes to an hour, but nothing over there. <laughs> but thank you for your input on preference versus prejudice, even though you wouldn't really speak on your preference. <laughs> Listen, I told I'm not getting into that. And you got me on your platform. I got to watch what I say. Hey, what do you mean on my platform? And your platform. It's different when I'm on my platform. Because I could delete that shit. <laughs> true, true. But mine is just the, I wanted to create a place where you could be yourself. You know, it, it's just explicit. You can say what you want. Like, and what's somebody going to do? Oh, you say this and you say that. People, people are entitled to their opinion. But what I, we're here to do is discuss those opinions. Like you can disagree, but not argue about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like we can. So I mean, I, we definitely had different opinions, me and Craig, but and other people. But I mean, at the end of the day, we're just discussing it. Like I don't take it personally. Like I don't get offended by a lot of stuff. Oh, Craig ain't even on the line no more. No, he, apparently his phone died. I'm like, what the hell? But, but he, I don't know who on CP time where you or him. But anyways, it was nice. You know, hopefully you'll be back for another episode. I'm sure I will. I'm sure you'll rope me in somehow. <laughs> uh, you don't have to if you don't want to, but it was great having you on here. I did want to have you on oh, here. Nice. I, I enjoyed the little chit chat. <laughs> and um, 
if you do want to listen, like I'll probably be posting this episode tomorrow, since it's Thursday. We post on Thursdays and Fridays, and occasionally, I mean, on Thursday, Friday, Tuesdays and Fridays, and occasionally we do just random episodes in between when we feel like it. So, um, okay. Spotify link is going to be in my bio, and if you like this, please make sure you like, retweet, share with a friend, get the word out. Just started um, not even a week ago. And I have quite a few listens, um, subscribers already. And uh, we're on like six platforms now on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a few more. But Spotify, I'm pretty sure, is the main one people listen to for the moment because I'm still waiting on Apple to approve us. Okay, noted. But, anyways, thank y'all for listening. Good night. All right, peace.